Hello and welcome to another episode of The Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bellotti, and today we're doing something a little different from my last episodes, which is a solo one. So it's just going to be me chatting here. It'll probably be a lot shorter than usual. If you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Usually I have amazing expert guests on and we talk about different growth strategies, channels and tactics and all that fun stuff. But today, um, I, I so recently I've been digging into the world of NFTs, trying to understand why it's growing so much, what's interesting about it, what's going on. And I've noticed that there are a ton of fascinating growth strategies and growth tactics that the world of NFTs uh, are employing and using. And I would love to kind of zoom out, extract those and put them in a useful context for anybody that's doing uh, growth product work or growth marketing work, uh, because the stuff that they're doing is what is making the world of NFTs boom, both in a specific project growth, like uh, this NFT growing and the macro community as a whole. They are really, really good at growth stuff. Uh, I do think separately, the world of NFTs needs to be a little bit more inclusive, uh, a little bit more accessible. Uh, My hope here is not necessarily to explain NFTs. Uh, It is more to talk about uh, what is going on there. And then if you're interested, Go look at some of these projects, see what they're doing, see how you can apply it to your own world and your own day to day, because I do think that there's some really, really good stuff there. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're going to call this the eight things that growth people can learn from the world of NFTs. I don't know if we're going to end up with eight, but we're going to end up with somewhere in that range. So the the first one is community. So I've talked about, uh, I've had some guests on this podcast before and we've talked about community. And I think that this is one of the most fascinating aspects of the world of NFTs. If you look at any given NFT project, and by the way, to just quickly zoom out, an NFT is a non-fungible token. It is uh, a digital file that you are basically the owner of. Having having own owning that file means that you can then get access to certain things. You get uh, what's called airdropped stuff. So you can get airdropped additional things. You can log into portals because you own that NFT. You can get access to some communities do like you can get certain merchandise that you could only access if you hold the NFT, things like that. Uh, licensing is a really interesting thing around royalties, but separate from that, uh, we're going to talk about the different, uh, those tactics. So the, the first one I was talking about is community. And it's, it's really amazing to see because all these separate NFT projects have a discord. And if you go look at their discord, they have thousands of people that are in there. Hundreds and hundreds are online at any point in time. And people are there interacting and chatting and having different conversations and different channels. Uh, and what's fascinating about it is it's basically uh, like a lot of these communities are built before the NFT launches. And so looking at that and saying, how can I apply that for my own world? It is a lot of how can you, like the question I would pose is, how can you build a community before your product or service launches, right? Because if you could build this community, you build all these fans and all these people that are excited to then go to their own social media accounts and Twitter and share, hey, I've been a part of this thing for a while. It's now available. You can sign up too. Like that is something that I'm seeing the power in more and more. And it's what leads certain projects to sell out immediately when they start minting, when they open up for people to, to access them. Uh, they sell out immediately because they build these communities. And so, you know, if you're you're building a consumer app, 
think about how can you build a community of people that are excited about the type of product that you're about to build. Um, if you're building something in B2B, think about how can your brand message pull people together uh, so that there is an excited community about this stuff that you're doing, right? I think about um, some, you know, there are like marketing groups, Facebook marketing groups. That's a community that you can build before you launch a product, right? That is, uh, I, I think, one of the biggest drivers of the world of NFTs. It's the community first. And so if you could think about your product and your service and your marketing as a community first, like provide value, provide a place for people that are excited about a certain thing to get together and talk and build upon each other uh, that can allow you to have this massive army of people that are excited to share uh, your product and service moving forward. And again, it's not about like starting the community by figuring out like who can you sell to, but starting a community around this excitement for a thing that you're building and, you know, the problem that you're solving. The next is, uh, which I think ties into the community piece is, uh, pitching for future value. So leading with future value. A lot of these NFT projects that are taking off that aren't just like, own this image, it's cool, you know, look at it when you want. Uh, a lot of these other ones are pitching future value. So a lot of these NFT projects, the ones that are taking off, have these public roadmaps. So they have a public roadmap. You can go to their website and you can see Here's what we're doing. They all have like phase, phase zero, phase one, phase two, phase three. They have it broken out sometimes by months. They have it broken out by oh, here's what we're doing next year. Uh, and I think it that is another uh, really fascinating way to drive the value of what they are creating and the perceived value and the future value, right? It's not about just what can this thing do for me today? It's what will I get by becoming a part of this, by becoming a user, by becoming an owner, by, by adopting this product or service? You know, I will get, hopefully, if you're building something that is useful, I, you, your customers will get value. They will get a solved problem that they have. But if you can find a way to position it as not just, here is a problem that we can solve for you, use the product. If you can position as, here's a problem that we could solve for you. We know that you also have these three, four, five other problems, and we're excited to work on it. Here's how we're going to be working on that. And we want to bring you into the fold, start you here, but have you know that you're going to get all this value down the line. Um, another thing, I, I mean, we've seen this one in the, in the world of B2B, especially in consumer, um, and seeing a dis decent amount of it in direct to consumer is whitelisting. Uh, so, or waitlisting. So, uh, waitlisting, you know, the classic example is Robinhood. They made this super long waitlist. They still do with all their product launch launches today. You basically get thrown on a waitlist and then they unlock, uh, you know, your ability to sign up for the product or use the service um, as time goes on. And a, a lot of these NFT communities are doing this, doing a similar thing. They're saying, we're going to be minting, so creating 10,000 NFTs, 10,000 of this NFT. Um, for the, we are going to create a white list of a thousand people and they will get first access to it. Uh, and they are going to be like our early adopters and we will build a community around that. That is something that you could think about for your product or service as well, right? It's another way and form of thinking about building that community. Uh, you can create this, this super early adopter segment, right? And give them special access to features, right? So maybe you think about the first thousand people that sign up for your product are going to get beta access indefinitely, right? And you build a system to make sure that they always get the products early. That is the, the kind of thinking that that you can have around that 
Uh, the next is scarcity. This one's a little bit more tricky in like a B2B or direct-to-consumer context. Uh, the biggest thing about a lot of the projects that are taking off in, in the world of NFTs is that there's a scarcity to them. There's only N number amount of, of that thing. Obviously, you don't want to say that you could only have a thousand customers, that only a thousand customers can sign up. But I would think about it from a from a marketing perspective or or product perspective. Is there something that you can offer that does have scarcity? Uh, you know, a decent amount of these projects do merchandise or swag, and that has direct scarcity limits to it, right? And so you can offer that as a marketing campaign in an ABM context or in an early adopter context, right? Offer something that has some scarcity that is something that people get excited about, and maybe you do it in a way that they have to work for something. Um, they have to work for it in some way, right? Share on social three times, uh, all that. The other thing that I didn't even have on my list here is uh, giveaways. Giveaways are a huge thing in the world of NFTs. It usually looks like a tweet that says, like, uh, comment on this, tag three friends and retweet, and you'll be entered to win one of these NFTs or uh, one Ethereum uh, or, you know, X, Y, Z. And I think that that's something that, you know, you might want to consider in your own marketing strategies of what can you give away that's valuable? Maybe not something that's unrelated from your product or service, but something that, that sits a little closer to it. You know, if you are a blockchain company, obviously giving away your token or something to that effect might be great. Um, but, you know, think about are there specific uh, things that your marketing team can give away, access to things. Um, are there certain product features that you might want to give away if somebody in the product? That's kind of how I would think about that. Uh, the next one is uh, equity sharing and uh, decentralized work. So this one's a little bit more relevant for uh, like product development, right? So if you're thinking of... Uh, how can we get more done with less resources? What you can consider is uh, something that, that's happening in the world of NFTs is decentralized autonomous organizations or DAOs, D-A-Os. And the idea behind it is there's this basically a pool of equity uh, and you get some by completing certain tasks. So if you think about this from a marketing perspective, can you create some like system of equity or access to stuff that if people do certain marketing things on your behalf, right? If you can get influencers to take XYZ action, they can get access to some of that. Um, if in the product, if you have them, uh, you know, you can even think about it from a development perspective. If you have people do X, Y, or Z, you know, growth product experiment or create X content, uh, they get as well. Another one is expanding ecosystem. So this one's really fascinating. I mean, it, it's kind of fundamental to how we think about products, especially SaaS today, is you get access to it, you pay for it, and then you get this expanding ecosystem of, of new features and things like that. Uh, and it's something that I can continue to see parallels with, uh, with certain NFT projects like uh, the Bored Ape uh, community. That whole thing is they started with Bored Apes and then they... Uh, airdropped so air other thing they basically airdropped people another nft that they can combine with their first one and then it gave them something completely brand new uh, and it opened up the ecosystem even further it let other people in let other people have access to it um so i know that that might sound a little bit unclear a little bit muddy but the takeaway there is uh 
see if you can find ways to not just expand the ecosystem of your product or service over time, but uh, prove that value, show that value, uh, and continue to to grow it. Um, and then the other, the last thing, which kind of ties into this last one that I just uh, talked about, is a surprise value. So a lot of these NFT uh, groups and communities, if you own one. Uh, they can airdrop you something. So they can just send something to the wallet where that NFT is held. So if I hold one NFT from some project, uh, they can airdrop me a new uh, file. They can airdrop me. They can airdrop me something. Uh, like here, here's an example. Um, Ethereum name service, ENS. So this is the thing on Twitter that you may or may not have seen where people have you know their name.eth. It's basically a domain. I'd sort of think about it as like a, Twitter hand or a Venmo handle for or Twitter handle for uh, crypto. It's like your address. It's where you can go to like send something to somebody's wallet or, you know, see what they have in their wallet, uh, see the transactions. But anyway, uh, ENS basically did a thing where they uh, created the token and then they airdropped those tokens to everybody that had already purchased a domain from them before, thus creating this value. It, it was a it was a surprise thing. It was something that that got uh, the community really excited. It, it was a thing that NFT Twitter was talking about like crazy. So I like I would think about it from are there these like surprise value moments that you can create and provide for your users, for your customers uh, that get people talking, get people excited, get them sharing that. Oh, I just got this really cool thing from this product that I use. Right. Uh, that surprise element and unexpected element of new value uh, is something that I think uh, can be a big strategy that's borrowed from that group. All right. That kind of runs through my stuff. I think I hit on eight or nine things. I don't know. We'll count them up and, and add it to add it up to uh, put in the title of the podcast itself. But thank you for listening. I know there's tons of other people that you can listen to rant or things you could watch or, you know, things you could spend your time on or work on or whatever it might be. I super appreciate you spending it here. Uh, my email is mattatrift.com. If you got any feedback, ideas, whatever it might be, drop me a note. Thank you so much for listening. Check out those other episodes. Uh, I usually have people way smarter than me uh, joining me on here to talk about really fascinating topics. So check it out. Subscribe. Uh, would love a review if you're a fan of the episode. But otherwise, I will stop rambling now and I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks.